Welcome to the Berkhamsted Spotlight, Berkhamsted School's podcast channel. Join our weekly guests from inside the classroom to behind the scenes of our day-to-day activities through to life beyond Berkhamsted School. Find out what it's really like to be part of our remarkable community. Remarkable community indeed. In this episode of the Berkhamsted Spotlight, we're talking about that community. Richard Thompson, Assistant Vice Principal, is in charge of the school's external relations, which means he has a passion for connecting with the community and keeping those relations strong. So in this episode, we're going to hear why community is so important for the school, what the society is and how it works, how the local community can get involved in the school and why it's important. But we also hear which of the school's alumni Richard would bring back, dead or alive, to give a talk at the school. See if you can guess who he chose. But come with me now as we talk community with Richard Thompson. Richard, welcome to this episode of the Berkhamsted Spotlight. How are you today? Hi, Simon. Uh, really good, Simon. It's uh, interesting times. Birthday tomorrow. Okay. So not, not quite a milestone, but birthday tomorrow. So uh, probably a few things in the pipeline. Keeping an eye out for the football scores, being an avid uh, West Ham United season ticket holder. Okay. So I'll be seeing how, they, how they're doing uh, against Leeds. We've got a big day today in school. It's our senior boys uh, open day. So I'll be fully involved from that from, uh, from two o'clock this afternoon. So plenty on the plate to, to keep me busy. So you've got a busy Friday and a busy weekend ahead of you then busy Friday followed by a very pleasant busy weekend few celebrations I imagine. Okay so Richard in this episode we're going to be talking about community and community within the school environment as well but I'd love to understand a little bit more about your own education so where you went to school and what your own experience of school life was like. So I'm a, a, a Midlander and many people in the past have, have said I have a Midland twang. I'm not sure whether it's a, a Warwickshire twang, whether it's a Midland twang. So I went to, uh, to school in Stratford-upon-Avon, actually Shakespeare's school, King Edward's Stratford. Had a, had a wonderful uh, upbringing in terms of education, very sporty. Sport is my, my background, my passion and, and hobby as such. So I played first class rugby, uh, played for Mosley, Saracens and, and Ebervale. So rugby is a, is a real passion and, and athletics. Hmm. Stratford-upon-Avon, the upbringing, and then started my teaching career in North London in uh, Queen Elizabeth School, Barnet, before coming to Berkhamsted. And I've been here for a happy 23 years. Gosh, wow. So so has that been your entire career since leaving the world of education after, after school? Did you go to university after school, by the way? So, so I was fortunate enough to go to uh, South Wales. I went to Cardiff University and studied a sports science degree mm-hmm. uh, and then went into, into teaching. But before that, I was lucky enough to spend a year on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, Canada, where I was on a, a Rotary International Scholarship and did some sports studies courses there and uh, was lucky enough again to, to play rugby toward California. So life wasn't bad, I have to say. It was a good, good start. very good okay so in this episode then I mentioned we'll be talking about community and I'm looking forward to unpacking some of that with you but what some people might not be aware of is that before this podcast was created in those initial planning meetings the words that I kept on hearing uh, was all about the community this was all about the community now people listening to this by definition, will probably be part of of that community. But tell me, why is community important for the school? 
I think the last couple of years, Simon, have shown us uh, the importance of community because when community and networking and society is taken away from someone, I think we realise just how important it is. And we realised mm. as a school that we almost had a responsibility in the local community to, to bring people together. Uh, and I'm very much for running things in terms of social capital uh, mm-hmm. rather than financial capital as such. Mm-hmm. And community network and bringing people together, whether it be the friends of the school, whether it be alumni, whether it be local charities, local businesses. I'm very much involved in bringing people together via various platforms, whether it be events, whether it be university visits, because I visit our alumni and universities around the country to see okay. to see how they are. And it's bringing people together for social uh, social gain. So tell me a little bit more about these events that happen, these, these events, either you going out or you bringing people in. So in terms of universities, I, I think there's a great danger in education when we when we educate children, they, they reach the end of year 11 or they reach the end of year 13. And, and the danger is that a school may wave bye bye and they mm-hmm. go off to university, they go into the, the world of work. And there's a danger of almost a school waving and thinking that the, the school has done all it can do in terms of those young uh, adults. And so we very much want to, to bridge that gap. And, and certainly for the first couple of years of, of after leaving school, it's asking the simple question of how are you? So I, I travel around the country uh, visiting university towns and catching up with our old boys and old girls mm-hmm. and asking that very question of how are you? But also asking for some feedback on how we did as a school, whether there is okay. uh, any learning experience we need to gain from in terms of the provision, in terms of the courses, but also then what's the university like, what's the accommodation like, Um, and all of that information then feeds into our current sixth form students so we can help them set off on the on the best pathway in terms of their next stage of of education. So I'll be visiting nine universities uh, throughout the course of this uh, academic year. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also run a program of social events. So we've been fortunate enough to have the likes of uh, Simon Weston, Nigel Owens, Roman Kemp, Katie Rushworth from ITV's Love Your Garden, which is a show I uh, I love. Um, that's something I took up when uh, during lockdown was gardening. So spent many hours in the garden. This year we have Tenors uh, Unlimited coming in November, uh, which will be great to hear. Um, so in in that way, we invite not only the school community members, but also local charities and local businesses again to bring people together. So so it's very much again for for social capital gain. Okay, thank you for explaining all of that. Tell me a little bit about the society. How does that work? So in terms of the society, it's over the last three years, we, we very much see the society as that representation of that community. Um, and rather calling it the Berkhamsted community, we wanted to call it the Berkhamsted society because we see everything that we do in the school as being part of that society. Mm. And again, I highlight over the last two years the importance of, of the, the very word society because it states people coming to together in, into mm. one society rather than societies being broken up as a town for example mm. let's bring people together into one society rather than having people doing their own things in separate ways mm. let's all be moving in one direction as one society whether mm. it be as a school or whether it be as a as a local town and what impact on the town do you feel that this has i think there's a, that there's a bridge that that needed to be built between the the school and the local community. And I found over the last two years, I've made many friendships, many personal friendships with local town members, but also very good working links. And um, 
listening to local town members actually talking about the school and and me providing one way into the school Hmm. has been really beneficial because I think historically when people try and work with the school the school is is a very big organization Hmm. I think people in the local community were perhaps getting confused as to who exactly they approach in the school and I've become one central part of the school that that members of the local community can come to Mm -hmm. and then I know who in the school to approach for various tasks and perhaps various events that we run and I can go and see those people so becoming that one focus has has certainly be of great benefit for Mm. for people in the town now you mentioned that the the school is a large school and of course the size of the town of Berkhamsted is relatively small I guess given the size of the school sort of reminds me of some of the cities around the country with universities such as Durham where there's a large sort of presence of that educational establishment Are there any negatives of having such a presence in the town? We're a big focus. And obviously, one of the things that I wanted to work on, again, building those networks, is the fact that we wanted to be be seen as a real positive in the town rather than a negative in the town. Hmm. Um, One of the things that we had to address, perhaps, was the, the driving, the parking around the town. And just ensuring that we were providing and doing things the right way in terms of our staff, in terms of our sixth form, perhaps driving to school and providing those opportunities for them to park off site rather than on site, rather than the local streets around the school. So again, it's working with the local community to make sure we're doing right for the community, but also for the community to know what we do as a school. Because again, I think there was a, um, a gap that needed to be bridged in terms of letting the local community know the good we are doing as a school, whether it's volunteering hours, whether it's community networking. Our students actually do an awful lot within the community in terms of charity work um, and local networks didn't know that. And you feel, of course, that it's important to share that information with that local community so that they are aware of it. Why do you feel that it's important for the school and its pupils to be involved in community projects? It's really important for for, um, a school such as ours to be seen to be doing good, both from a charitable status. We We need to be supporting where we can, again, whether it's volunteering, whether it's providing facilities. But something that I'm very much in favour of is a two-way process. Mm-hmm. So with, with all the community leaders and the, the, the members of the local town that I work with, we've built an understanding that the only way for this to work and the, the most beneficial way for this to work is for it to be a two-way process mm-hmm. where charities and businesses and local town members gain from the support provided by the school. But on the other side of the coin, we also benefit. And where I say we, uh, our pupils benefit from the local town and the local networking, whether it be mentoring programmes, whether it be work experience, whether it be use of the other facilities. So last night I was in a function in St Peter's Church across the road Mm -hmm. and talking to Stuart Owen, um, we're very much in favour of working together. So we might be able to use St Peter's as a space. Uh, Members of the local community can use our facilities, for example, as a space. So again, it's it's very much working together for for mutual benefit. So anyone listening to this who might be keen on on helping the school, helping some of the pupils, you mentioned about a mentoring scheme. Is, Is there a system, a way that they can contact the school and find out more about that? Through me. And I would very much say and I would very much ask people uh, in the town and, and perhaps not just in the town, but but uh, in in the perhaps further afield that that if they wanted to touch base with the school, if they're keen to work with the school on on um, mutual benefit events, for example, mm-hmm. um, then get in touch with me at the school and we can certainly try and make things happen. And what kinds of businesses 
and local community members might be suitable for a scheme like that? I would open it to to anyone. Um, I sit on the Chamber of Commerce within the town. I'm on a a strategic review committee within the Chamber of Commerce, and we're going to be looking at how we can engage with different members of the community, uh, again, in a mutually beneficial way. And I would actually open up for, for anything. I'll listen to people. You know, and I think one of the benefits of, of having this society is the fact that I very much encourage people to share ideas and I will share ideas with them, so, some of which will work, some of mm-hmm. which won't work. Uh, and I would hope that those members of the community that I've built, built up close relationships would agree that we've, we've come to that sort of mutual understanding again, that, mm. that some things we try will, will definitely work and some won't. Yeah. But you don't know until you actually try these things and give things a go. So I, I would be open for, for absolutely any suggestions that, that people come forward with. That's really interesting that you mentioned that, you're, uh, that you attend the Chamber of Commerce meetings, because I imagine that most of the people that go along to a meeting like that, it's kind of a networking thing in order for them to develop their own business. Whereas uh, it, it sounds to me like this is just a way of reaching out and connecting with people in the local community not because you're trying to sell any service or, at all, but you are just literally looking for those connections. Is that right? Well, that's something we actually wanted to address because I think there's a danger of, uh, in a town of, of everyone going about their own business, which is a natural thing to do. But when I met with community leaders very early on in this role three years ago, that there, there seemed to be a risk of people going down their own routes and their own pathways and almost mm. doing things their own way within the town and not realising what everyone else was doing. So I, I think even via the, the Chamber of Commerce, for example, mm. it's a great way to actually move people in one, di- one direction rather than, which the natural thing is, to be doing things your own way in your own corner. And, and of course, the danger there is that people will, will duplicate what they're doing. Hmm, yeah. uh, but we're trying to bring that together. And I very much see the Berkhamstead Society that, that, that I run as being a, a, a core central part of Berkhamstead Town hmm. in drawing people together. What other initiatives are there that the school runs that help in the local community? We're very much for um, for partnerships. So one of the other thing that, that I'm certainly looking to do is build partnerships with, with other schools, not only in Berkhamstead, but outside of Berkhamstead. So we're working very closely with some schools in the local uh, area. Uh, we're working very low, um, very closely with uh, Adifield Academy in Hemel Hempstead. We're working very closely with St Albans Girls School, mm-hmm. um, and again, that's that's for the benefit of everyone, whether it be the staff, whether it be the pupils within those schools. So, for example, last week, as three schools, we brought together some of our school leaders in terms of our pupils, mm-hmm. and we held a leadership event. So, I took four of our senior uh, prefects, our sixth formers, across to uh, Adifield Academy. Mm-hmm. And about 30, 30 pupils actually engaged and, and talked about worldly events. And, oh, wow. and that very much benefits pupils from our school, pupils from the other two schools, um, mm-hmm. but also the staff. So I engaged again with, with two members of staff and we provide things for each other. Because again, mm-hmm. the danger when you, when you attend a school, whether it be as a pupil or whether it be as a member of staff, I think you get stuck in your ways without mm-hmm. actually thinking what is outside of that, that almost a bubble. 
mm. and what mm. is going on in, in other educational establishments. And I, and I think it thoroughly enriches staff and pupils alike to know what's happening in other schools. So, so we're very much looking again for school partnerships, um, again, for that mutual benefit for, for everyone involved. Uh, Richard, we've talked about how the school's involved in the community and you've told me about how local people can get involved in things like the mentoring scheme. But in what other ways could local people get more involved with the school? One of the things that we do in terms of volunteering, for example, um, so our students on a regular basis will will help with charities and businesses in the town, whether it be gardening schemes, for example. So one of our uh, houses within the school, one of our pastoral houses, um, set about pr- providing a, a gardening scheme for one of the charities in the local uh, in the local town. So I think those charities and businesses can provide not all, not only from a, um, a work experience point of view, but also a volunteering point of view and, and, and actually showing our students, uh, our pupils, that it's not only you that exists in the world. You know, there are other people in the world that we have to care for, that we have to provide for. And I think students moving on from a school with a knowledge of the fact that they can serve others, which is mm. one of our core values within the school, mm-hmm. I think serving others also makes them adventurous, which which mm. is another value within the school, and focusing on other people rather than themselves. So other, other establishments within the town can provide opportunities for our pupils that they can benefit from. Okay, now for fun, if you could bring back any of the school's previous alumni and have them give a talk in the local community, who would you bring back? I would bring back Roman Kemp. And the reason I say Roman Kemp, um, Roman is is very successful uh, in his own right in in terms of now a a radio presenter, but also a TV personality. Hmm. Roman presented to us online because it was during lockdown, presented to to our school community and local community online. And uh, I knew Roman when he was in school. And the way that Roman presented online in terms of how he had benefited from uh, Berkhamsted School um, had, had helped him a, a great deal. And he talked about his, his school experiences, but he also then went on to talk about the, the work that he's doing with, uh, with mental health. Hmm. And that struck a real chord to me um, hmm. because the men- mental health in young people is of paramount importance. So, mm. so I gained a lot from listening to him, and I, I think our pupils and staff alike would would benefit from Roman coming back into the school, mm-hmm. uh, talking about his own personal experiences of the school, but also in the work that he's doing now, and and perhaps ways that we could help in the charity that he is involved with now mm. with mental health. So mm. he would be my choice. Although there would be a very close second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. <laughs> if we had more time, I'd love to <laughs> unpack and explore those with you. We could certainly have an interesting dinner table uh richard one of the one of the questions we ask people on each podcast episode is what have you changed your mind about over the last two years i think the last two years has, has shown uh, in in terms of accessing people i have to say it i i'm not an it person and mm-hmm. an, an it yes i use it but i wouldn't call myself an it person but but i think the way that it has opened up different networking and community chances has been immense because mm. of the ease that, that people can actually talk to each other. Mm. Uh, and I think that's something that's very positive that's come out of this is the fact that, um, you know, meetings can now be continue to be held online. And I mm. think it's efficient. I, th- I think it's an easy way for people to meet. I think it's an efficient way for people to meet. 
And if that breaks down the, the, the doors, perhaps to establish new relationships, it's got to be a good thing. So, so I think the, the engagement and the positive use uh, of IT over the last couple of years has, has certainly opened up many, many networking opportunities. Hmm. Yeah, the whole concept of, of just Zoom, just as one particular platform, yep. uh, it's just been normalised now as a way of meeting with people. Whereas in the past, if you suggested a Zoom meeting with someone instead of face-to-face, they, they, <laughs> they might wonder why you were doing that and even what is Zoom. <laughs> now we all know Zoom, don't we? It, yeah, yeah I, I think they think... They would think that you are being antisocial, but but mm. but as you say now, it's part of normal life, and 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 actually, I think it's really really efficient. Yes, it's still important to touch base with people face to face, but but I mm. think the ease of which that you can communicate with someone online to establish those relationships it has mm. been immense. And my last question: What has been your remarkable moment at Berkhamsted? I think it has to be the Queen's visit 2016. Having the opportunity for for me as head of the boys' school uh, and to have my son who was in the school then in year eight, I think he was, slightly smaller than than he is now. I think having the opportunity for both of us to be in the same grass quad as as the Queen uh, has to be a standout memory um, for me because not many people have that that opportunity. So that's Mm. something I, I will certainly remember um, for a very, very, very long time. And your son now, what year is he in now? What must be year 12, year 13? He is, but he's uh, he's in a college studying sport and exercise science. Um, he's just started decathlon. So he's gone down the route of athletics and very much wants to go into the world of, of sport as a, as a career. Yeah, and thoroughly enjoying life. Excellent. Well, best of luck to him. And Richard, thank you very much for your time. It's been really good having you here on this episode of the podcast. And thank you for unpacking this world of the community to us all. And thank you for your time. Absolute pleasure. And I'd welcome anyone to contact me that that wants to contact me to to work with us. And what's the best way for people to get in touch? So if people uh, contact uh, me, Richard Thompson, at rthompson at berkhamstead.com, then we can can certainly begin uh, engagement. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Richard. And thank you again. Bye for now. Thanks, Simon. So that was Richard Thompson talking community at Berkhamstead. Thank you for your time, Richard. It was really good talking to you. If you have any questions for Richard, then why not drop him an email? He's on rthompson at berkhamstead.com and he said he'll be very happy to help you. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this episode. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you get future notifications and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.